Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. Once again, we are laughing louder, digging deeper, and living larger in the Lord Jesus Christ, of course. Yeah. And it's going to be a good show, really good show. You think so? Uh, yeah, Chris is here. Mike will be joining us later. And um, now just watch the magic unfold. Watch the magic unfold. <laughs> hey, the old Chris and Emily show mm-hmm. was called Companion Radio. And I always liked that because people used to come and say, it's just like hanging out with some companions. And so this is a companion radio talk show, you know, with a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. So we, like we love that. having you along with us. And we are going to do some fun things. I've got a deep dive and it's going to be based on the He Gets Us campaign. Ooh, oh, no. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That's because I'm going to be sizzling hot. Mike okay. Shaw will be by with uh, right on way off with us later. But we start like we always do yes. with the granny rant. Here's <laughs> Emily. Da, 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 da. <laughs> right. Well, today I'm not talking about the Super Bowl, believe it or not. The week after the Super Bowl, a lot happened. I am turning once again to the holidays of America. And this week is no different. It's Valentine's Day coming up. And I just want to talk about that because I love the traditional American holidays because they're founded, of course on Christianity, on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so contrary to modern popular belief, uh, Valentine's Day is not the machinations of florists and candy makers to try to turn a profit. Okay, Well, they did a good job of that, even though they Uh, might not have made it up. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't think anybody forced their hand. I mean, candy and flowers for women has just long been something men do for women. That's that's just the way it is. But who invented the guilt that comes <laughs> along with not doing it right? That's Again, that was that. natural osmosis. Oh, that happened okay. organically. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Valentine's Day. It's actually a day where we should be honoring someone very, very well known, and that would be St. Valentine himself. Now, um, the reason that we should know him is because he he should be one of the famous martyrs that we all talk about. He was martyred mm-hmm. for his faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I we forget. We just keep forgetting all these things that are so important. They fall by the way. And then pretty soon, that's all we're talking about is candy and flowers. All right. So let's look at it. St. Valentine, or I think it was like in Latin or whatever the Romans spoke at the time, was uh, Valentinus or Valentinus. Tina, he, you know, he had one of those Roman names. Uh, at least right? you're clear about that. <laughs> Val- I don't, okay, is, do you think it's Valentinus or Valentinus? Like an old Roman name. I don't I'm know. going with Valentinus. I, I thought it was Valentino. Okay, or is Valentinus. That, or is that, Valentino fair, was the dude that was in Venice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Valent- I'm going to go Val- I Valentinus. Heard, I heard it was St. Valentine my whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So That's I don't the know. English pronunciation of it. But okay. Valentinus was a clergy mm-hmm. uh, in like the early, early church. We're talking like third century. And he was either a priest or a bishop, maybe both at some point in time in the town of Terni in Umbria. You know where that is, Chris? Yeah, near the state park. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so um, as a priest, as a bishop, he was actually put in charge of ministering to uh, the Christians that were being persecuted under the Roman law and under Roman authority. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was in charge of. This was prior to St. Augustine, you know, making Christianity legal so that they could practice uh, out in the open. So there was a lot, a lot of persecution going on. You might have said it, but I didn't catch it. Did you say the year all this was going down? This is in like the 200s. The 200s. Mid to late 200s. Mid to late 200s. Mid 200s. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. What happened? Okay. So uh, let's see here. At one point, Valentinus was under house arrest for evangelizing and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, he's talking to this judge, Judge uh, Asterius. Asterius. Is it important to the story? It is we important know the to the story. Name? It is important to the story because he's talking to Judge Asterius while he's under house arrest. And he's okay. talking to him about the validity of Jesus, okay. the veracity of the gospel. So Asterius said, OK, here's the deal. If what you say is true, I'm bringing my daughter in. She was a young girl. She was blind. And he said, you pray to your God and you restore her sight. And then if you can do that, I'll do whatever you want, whatever you wish. Uh, Valentinus, I will do it. And so that's exactly what he did. He brought the little girl in. 
Uh, Valentinus laid hands on her, prayed for her, and guess what happened? Her sight was indeed restored. Good now, news. I know, right? Yeah. So you had me scared for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always think about that. It's yeah. always scary. Like, you know, God, you're sovereign, you know, know. Do, 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 do. but he I always did go it. back to like Elijah, you know, calling down the, you know, soaking the, the wood. And yes. With water. The confidence he had in God. I want that confidence. Exactly. So here's another really cool part. Yeah. So, so the girl gets her sight back. Asterius comes back and says, okay, dude, what do you want? And you, he could have said, you know, let me go, or could you lighten up on the persecution a little bit? But instead, but he, he said flowers, chocolates, and a card. <laughs> no, no, but you'll find out why we do okay. that to this day. Right. Okay, no, he said, I want you to do three things. He said, I want you to get rid of all the idols in your life. Mm. I want you to pray and fast for a period of time, and after that, I want you to get baptized. If this is, you know, if you really believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you need to be baptized into the faith. Sure. So as a result of this judge following the wishes of Valentine, dude, um, he did come to know the Lord. And then as a result, he then released all the, at that time, people who were being imprisoned for their faith. You know, just a momentary, okay, we're letting you guys go. Okay, so, uh, of course, once they're all released, uh, Valentinus, 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 what what do you think he does? He goes right back out to evangelizing and sharing the gospel. And, of course, that that follows up with imprisonments as well. Okay. Now, there was something else going on at the time as well. Uh, Valentino, or Valentinus was... um, marrying people, marrying Christians kind of in secret. Um, and that was very inconvenient for the emperor because the emperor emperor is trying to build his army. Okay. And once you're married and you have a new wife and you're starting your family, guess what? You get an exemption from the army for a while. Okay. So, uh, Do you know where the emperor keeps his army? No. In his sleevey. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just... I, I, I... Wow. So How the... did I not see that coming? <laughs> I, I'm kicking okay, myself so right let's now. Let's back up. Let's reset the table. Yes. Valentinus is doing something with the emperor's army and uh, what... He's marrying Christians. Right. He's marrying Christians and the emperor's mm-hmm. army is not is suffering it... because guys don't want to go to war anymore. Well, yeah. He doesn't like okay. it at all. It's really inconveniencing okay. him. So... Uh, at his final, of course, he's imprisoned again, arrested, imprisoned again. And at his, fi- at his final imprisonment, um, Asterius's young daughter, being so thankful to him for all that he had done for her and for her father and so on, began writing him in, in writing him letters in prison. You know that you know, like Paul, when he was in prison, he was given paper. He was allowed to write and to communicate uh, at that time under Roman law. And so that's what they did. She wrote him letters, and of course. He responded to those letters because they gave him great comfort and encouragement when he knew his time's really short now. Yeah. Um, and so Valentinus would sign all his letters to this young girl, your Valentinus, your Valentinus. That's where we get be my Valentine, your Valentine. And while there was no like romantic relationship between the young girl and himself, his refusal to stop evangelizing and to stop marrying people um, that just kind of sealed his fate. So some legend, now this is just legend. This isn't like a just factoid. Legend. Just okay, legend. I, I want to make that very clear. Said that Valentina says he was evangelizing to people. People were coming to know the Lord. Now you have these men who uh, the emperor is not looking kindly on because they're married. And, and so they put the pressure on, they put the persecution on these young men. Uh, Why? Because because they're married. Yes, what, because what now, that they're, have to do with now they're exempt from the military. Oh, right, they don't have to go to the military. Yeah, there's I, a tremendous yeah. amount of persecution among so the, so the emperor's uh, losing his, time. as soon as guys get married, they don't have to do the service because that's the rule of the land. Yeah, and then Christians so were kind of taking the brunt of his doing, heat. Yeah, right. Got it. Got okay, it, got so it. the legend took me a second is there. I was disconnected from the a legend is that Valentinus would cut out small hearts out of the out of the parchment that he had and he would give them to these people that he married because he wanted these men to remember their love of God and their vows to their wife. And that's how the, it was just a little token of remember, remember, remember what you were first taught. So Valentinus was eventually given a choice by Emperor Claudius II. Where, uh, either 
either leave the faith and denounce your faith or you're done. And of course, he couldn't do that. And so his fate was sealed, as they say, and he was actually martyred on February 14th, 269 A.D. Wow. So that is why we celebrate uh, Valentine's Day. There's a lot here. Just simply our ability yeah. to worship, to pray, to evangelize, even the freedom to marry, free from persecution, free from the restrictions and the punishments of a pagan government. That's what we're celebrating. So we have a lot there that yeah. we can teach the next generation and I want people to celebrate with that understanding. So Valentine's Day actually has a sharing the gospel Christian Absolutely. element to it. Absolutely. And that is my granny rant <sighs> for the day. Yeah. And yet somehow we're able to turn it into a guilt. If you don't bring me chocolates or flour, you're a loser. That's how guys feel. Uh, my Facebook feed has just been pounded. You know, I could get you this little box that opens up with a permanent flower. And, oh, there's engraving this and there's... You know, FTD even had a, you know, don't be a loser, <laughs> you know, yeah. get on board quick. Yeah. 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 Don't be a loser. It's Valentine's Day. I Do never, something. I never <laughs> mess up Valentine's Day. And you don't have to be in a romantic relationship to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Has has someone done a, a kind thing to you? That's why yeah. even among kids and remember in school is like, be my Valentine, send a Valentine. It's It's not always about, it doesn't always have to be about, you know, smooching and stuff. <laughs> Although it's preferred. <laughs> it's preferred. Hey, one of the things that we've done on Valentine's Day as yeah. a couple, and we did this more than a dozen times in the 38 years we've been married, right? is that it falls on a Wednesday this year, yeah. right? Yeah. You and I will go out to eat on Tuesday or Thursday. We do. We go off on an we, off day. We go on an off day. We're still celebrating the same mm -hmm. thing because there are times where, no, it's it's got to be on the day or it doesn't count. You're right. Okay, that's fine. Wait an hour for your table. <laughs> Wait right? an hour it's for not. your table it's, and, you know, you know. It's not as fun. It well, you can't get fun. the lover's special okay, at so P.F. Chang's. We used to do this, too. <laughs> we would go to the little sports places and yeah. just get, you know, burgers and stuff like that with the kids because it was like we'd walk in. That was Mother's Day. And, oh, that wasn't Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, no, that well, was Mother's Day. Well, either way. We, Mother's Day, we'd do the off. We just figured out how to get, get past all the crowds. Right. Mother's Day, then, that's what we would do because we'd avoid the crowds. And then you walk into those places and, you know, the day after Valentine's Day, the restaurants are kind of empty. Yeah. Uh, they like seeing you show up yeah. and they want to wait on you. And so. the key to all of that was that I had a wife who was open to having fun with it and making it just as special instead of it has to be on the day. Right, right. It's not about that. It's not yeah. about you doing the things that I want you to do. It's just a day where, you know what? That's let's, good to hear. Let's I'm put out Mike expressions Shaw, of I and, love and, and appreciate you. Well, you just said I'm going to have that encapsulated and just put on repeat. What? You, you just you just said it. You never have to do what I want you to do. <laughs> you never have to do what I want you to do. You never have to do what I want you to do. <laughs> on that day. On all that the other day. 364 days a year you do need to. Anyway, let's... Um, all right. Let's move on. We are going to go to Salvaged by God, a deep dive once again. Chris, what do you have in the holster oh, today? Yeah. Well, for my Salvaged by God deep dive, normally on this show, I just kind of review my message from the day before. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Super Bowl was last night. For mm -hmm. those of you, wherever you're tuning in across the country uh, to this <laughs> podcast, um, it is a... Uh, record on Monday show yes. is what it is. So Monday after Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And so it's Monday night and Monday early evening, late afternoon, whatever you want to call it. And there was a thing that happened that I would rather, instead of talking about my message, search Salvage by God and watch the message Salt and Light. It's actually part one, part two is coming up this Sunday. Um, I'd like you to. Okay. But in concert with that, Salt and Light, we have to destroy arguments. I'm going to give the... Let me just give the scripture right now. All right. And forgive me for that, but it's in 2 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5, and it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our war warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Mm -hmm. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what my message was, was kind of the founding text yesterday. Yep. And it also goes back to that's the founding of what I want to talk about with this 
Super Bowl ad that oh. everybody's talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Uh, perhaps you watched or heard of the He Gets Us commercial that ran during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The end of the approximately 60-second advertisement concluded with the words, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. He gets us. Mm. And the ending shows a URL address about the campaign. One statement on the site is, "Jesus, uh, the campaign exists to remind us of the example that Jesus set well, now listen, listen carefully now. Yep, yep, yep. While inviting all to explore his teachings so we can all follow his example of confounding unconditional love because he gets us, all of us. You know what's missing? Hmm. There's no mention of the gospel. Mm-mm. There's no addressing sin. And there's no teaching of why we need Christ. In other words, right. what's missing is the cross. That's a really good point. Like, I don't really want people washing my feet anyway. So um, what what's that all about? You know, another pastor friend of mine, uh, he's in North Dakota. Yes. Posted this. Okay. I think he's in North Dakota now. Okay. He said uh, a Super Bowl teaching moment. I was not in the least offended when the halftime entertainers accurately conveyed the values and tenets of the world from a mm. worldly stage. I was overtly offended when a Jesus commercial inaccurately conveyed the doctrines and teaching of Christianity from a Christian perspective. Right. Christian discernment is always more concerned about a little yeast than the fully leavened loaf. Interesting. Here's a couple like comments that. about it. Uh, okay. Because I've got a big, uh, uh, I've got a little bit longer explanation coming up in okay. a minute. Okay. Once again, they have a guy named Jesus, but they have no Christ. Mm, right. Yes. And these ads make it sound as if Jesus approves of all lifestyles. Right, right. My whole, I don't know, not the whole, but a big chunk of what I was trying to get through to people is that, you know, six months ago, I I did a message about how Satan will use our virtues. Against You know, even the demons believe and shudder, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just about knowledge or studying Jesus's teachings. Right. Um, You know, so... It comes from the idea that we don't need the cross. We don't need Jesus to redeem us. Right. And if you're a real Christian, you'll be welcoming and affirming, mm-hmm. where they put those two words together, like nice and warm. Yeah, or they sick link and them tired. together. And you positive and encouraging. <laughs> if you truly loved, loved people, if you truly love people, yeah. you would share the truth that would actually exactly. set them free, rescue yeah. them from whatever they're in instead of leaving them in. Right, right. Um, you know, so here's, here's another one. If you want to be like Jesus, most definitely go and wash the feet of others. However, you should also take up a cross and die for them as well. You see, ah. that is the problem with seeing Jesus only as a moral example. Mm-hmm. The cross has always gets forgotten in that, that world. In right. other words, the He Gets Us ads echo back to the WWJD bracelet movement, i.e., what would Jesus do, a movement that stripped Christ of his sacrificial death and made him nothing more than a model and peddler of soft, sentimental actions of love. Right, right, right. Thus, when we make Jesus a soft peddler of pious love, then people will divide into two camps. Okay. Those who supposedly love the way Jesus loves and those who don't love the way that Jesus loves. Mm. Interesting. So if you want this vision, do exactly what the He Gets Us ad did during the Super Bowl. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that none of us are capable of washing the feet of our neighbors with pure hearts, right. let alone bleeding on a cross for them, which is why Christ needs to wash and bleed for every single person of every single tribe, mm-hmm. of every single background. Right. These ads are nonsense. Peace and unity. This is another pastor friend now. Okay. Um, uh, where is it? Uh, sorry. You're fine. Take your time. <laughs> These ads are nonsense. Peace and unity are not found when we set ideological differences aside and wash one another's feet. But rather, peace and unity happen when our ide- ideologies start lining up. are crucified unto Christ. Yeah, And we yeah. find ourselves united together in Christ in and Christ, His yeah. word alone, in mm-hmm. Christ alone. Remember that song? I do. Tragically, the He Gets Us ads are made by people who do not get Him. <laughs> right. They rob the cross of its glory. Jesus doesn't get us. And this is the what I worked all the way up to this. Yeah. Jesus doesn't get us. He bleeds and dies for us. Yeah, that's totally that's different. Big, that's a big difference. Totally different. And, it, and and you know, I don't want to be the bummer train. Right. You know, I don't want to be the, the the wet blanket on on everything because I mean having some of this discussion in in public square is good. Mm-hmm. But the the ad in the Super Bowl, 
They did two of them. Mm-hmm. Each one was $7 million. Right. Okay. These people have gathered together $100 million to do a campaign that doesn't lead people to the Jesus of the cross. Instead, it leads them to a false right. view of Christ. Or even the washing the feet, he never washed the feet of his enemies. He did, no. he used it as a look. Jesus is a rabbi, and in that culture, you had to understand these guys served him. They they walked behind him. The dust of his feet was supposed to come up and bless them. Mm-hmm. When he stopped to teach, they all sat down like obedient little children. And then all of a sudden, he's going to wash their feet. He was showing them what true, authentic servanthood looked like. Right. Which is why some denominations, right or wrong, you can have your own opinion on it, they still have feet washing ceremonies. And yeah. stuff like that. Yep. I, look, that that was a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. It would be more appropriate for us to wash each other's cars. Yeah. Okay. Then wash each other's right. feet. But well, but that was the idea. I'm going to serve. I'm going to be a car wash attendant. I'm going to go wash your car for you, even though I'm the leader of whatever. I'm the CEO of this thing. I'm going to go out and you know wash the yeah. janitor's car. That's yeah. that's what Jesus washing the feet was. It wasn't, I'm going to be this humble person and wash the feet of my enemies. So you can then latch on to my teachings and you can see my moral, my moral approach. Right, right, right. No, Jesus died for your sins so that you could live. You see, there had to be a sacrifice. Right. Jesus is the substitute. Jesus is your substitute. Yeah. In other words, God has wrath coming on you. And as God brings that wrath on you, you can't handle it. Nothing you can do. The very best you can do doesn't cancel that out. So you need someone to take that on them. And yeah. Jesus took that on himself and he gives it to us freely. That's why it's called the good news. And that's a little bit different than he gets us. Yeah, <laughs> it's vastly different. And when I read through, because I don't know how many times I've read that story or shared that story with children or whatever. The thing is, is back then, like you talked about it being cultural which it very much so was. They lived in the desert, you know, yada, yada, yada. But priests had to wash their hands and their feet in order to be ceremonially ceremonially clean as well. And so, you know, when Jesus is going to go and wash my feet, it's like, I'm the one that cleans you. I'm the one that washes you and makes you clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I can was, go with that as yeah. like a side point or, you right, know, right. this is like when David takes the five stones and There's they do the some, faith message, F-A-I-T-H, all five stones. You know what I mean? You can combo stuff in, right? Yeah, there, there's a lot of different facets. There's a lot of little different things that 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 are there. Um, it's not really about the actual washing of the feet. Right. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's about the servant attitude is what Jesus the was The servant saying. attitude, and it really did point to who he was mm-hmm. as well. It pointed to who he was and, as well. And so. that's that's what we've got to be be careful of, mm-hmm. is that we don't create a Jesus of our own imagination, yeah, that we take yeah. Jesus straight up for for what he what he is. Which, again, I mean, I could go on and on and on about how we miss the boat so often mm-hmm. when it comes to just not trying to make Jesus into this little genie in a bottle or not making Jesus into this, you know, moral teacher. Well, he was a good teacher. Really, he claimed to be God. So either he is God or he's one of the biggest wackadoodles to ever come down the, <laughs> down the pike. And he sacrificed himself on the cross where he did not have to go. He had the authority as God to not, but he knew that we would not have any chance for rescue. We'd have no right. chance for reconciliation without that death on the cross. Yeah. And so... That's what Satan does. I yeah. mean, read the screw tape letters from C.S. Lewis. It's such a creative thing that shows uh-huh. it's just slightly off a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it I, all goes back to the garden. Yeah. Did God say, hath God said, is this what God really meant? Is the Bible really true? And so that's my salvage by God deep dive. I love it. And I would encourage people, go and read the story of Jesus washing the, di- the disciples' feet because he said words there too. It wasn't, you know what I mean? He said some things to the disciples. Use your words. And and you'll learn a little bit more what that was really about by reading that story in and of itself. So, Well, if you hear the coughing in the background, that is uh, our coughing clown, Mike Shaw. And he will be joining <laughs> us on the show with Right On Way Off. We're coming back right after this 10-second little break so we can reset the table. Maybe get Mike a glass of water. And uh, we're excited you're with us on No Apology with Emily and Chris. 
Hey, if you enjoy listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to freshroadmedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated. Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris. This is a companion radio talk show where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger in the Lord Jesus Christ with a Christian worldview with no apology. Ooh, that sounded good. Uh, I like that. That was pretty that. good. Yeah. We just yeah. thought about that. Yeah, you hit them really low tones, too. What like, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> like the trailers you see at the movies oh, yeah. and stuff. So. Good job. No apology uh, with Emily. Yeah. This time it's personal. Let's bring in Mike Shaw. Let's bring in Mike. There's Mikey. no reason to What's wait. What's going on, Mike? No reason Turn to wait. Turn on my mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to do that again. There you it's go. been a while since we've been yeah, able to do that. It is so hard to get freaking And Mike, help. Yeah. Uh, you're doing your very white impression. <laughs> Why? That's right. So I, I have productive. <laughs> I've got some productive coughs going on over here. Okay. Perfect for Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, I don't think. It's kind of rattling around in here and then now. But I want to keep this voice. Yeah. In, the, in the first segment, I don't think people awesome. could hear the cough very much. If they could, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were here producing. I couldn't and, help it. Cough you know, drop's not going to help me, bro. Really? I've got rattling going on in my yeah. in my. In it my moves lungs. and there's nothing right. you can do. Right, well, exactly. But you could, but you could get you cool. water. We could, we could do something <laughs> to help you. Put water down his lungs. But here's we're talking about Jesus <laughs> serving and washing feet. And we're just like. Dude, help yourself. I just, yeah, exactly right. yeah. Could you do something about that? But you I do want to keep individual. I want to keep this voice because right. I could make a career. Yeah, you could. You totally could. All yeah, right, and, and uh, we did not get time. Uh, Don Keith has recorded, and it's been polished with music. Really? And now we just have to put it in the stream deck, and yeah. no one knows what that means. So that we can have mm-hmm. our open for Granny Rant for Salvage by God for now this segment right on way off. But instead. Uh, do you just announce it yourself, M, or what? How do we do this? I can do it live right now. Yeah, let's let Mike. Well, Mike uh, right, right, let's right, let right. Mike do it because he's in he's in perfect form and today now. for that. And now, for your listening pleasure, here's Granny Rant. No, 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 we're doing right on way off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What? If you know, why didn't you introduce Granny Rant? I because we were talking about Granny Rant. Oh, no, no, no. Don Keith is going to be our voice yes. guy on all this stuff. But so, I've got a right on way I off. I got a Granny Rant. I got to I want you to set us up for right on for way right off. On okay? Yes, yes. All right. In three, two. In a world where there's right answers and wrong answers, Emily gives us a statement. We tell her what we think, and then she lets us know if we're right on or way off. Oh, right. ding, 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 ding. Very good. I, I got to find this, the thing. We got to save that. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we were recording, so. Yeah. That's the total antithesis of his voice. He goes from this, and his reward is ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> How about some applause? <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. All right. All right. All right. And, <laughs> That's what I said. There you go. That sounds like <laughs> a movie. That sounds like movie trailer music. So that yeah, would work. There we go. All right. Let's play some right on way off. I would mm-hmm. be so remiss if I didn't bring up something about the football game that everyone but me watched yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with you, Chris, mm. with the first question. Try to be a little bit concise because we could talk about this for hours. Okay, what, All what, right? what part? Here's what are we the statement. About? You tell me whether it's right on or way off. Travis Kelsey was mm. just a competitive football player wanting to win when he yelled at and bumped Coach Reed off balance during the Super Bowl. Is that right on or <sighs> way off? What do you think? I'm like right off on that. <laughs> <laughs> you I want to be right okay, off. I I am. If he's right I, off. I'm way on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way off. Okay. Why are you I, doing way off? Well, because I just think that uh, he crossed a line, and okay. and in any other any other life, any uh, if he's not a Hall of Fame player, he sat down for a quarter, probably even fined by the team. <laughs> but it's the Super Bowl. And he's a critical member, mm-hmm. and he was just trying to be competitive. And I think he, I think they got it sorted out at halftime. I know mm-hmm. Coach Reed ain't going to just put up with that. And part of it was that he bumped into him. That was part of the problem. But I, I'm kind of way off that it's just a competitive thing because he threw his helmet. And I mean, you know, they, they weren't playing that well, but he really started coming across like a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just when, you know, oh, my girlfriend's world famous. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
So I'm gonna go okay. way. I'm gonna go way off. But uh, as a guy, as a person, and this may be a shock to you, but when I played sports, I kind of had a big mouth. Yeah. And so as a guy who's crossed lines before, mm-hmm. uh, I can understand. I can mm-hmm. I can relate to Travis in that moment, and mm-hmm. and I can give him a little grace. But just saying he's a competitive guy, and so he gets a pass, nah. I'm going to go way off. I'm going to say he crossed a line. He shouldn't have done that. More to it than just competitive football. All right, Mike Shaw, your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey was just a competitive football player wanting to win when he yelled at and bumped Coach Reed off his balance during the Super Bowl. Right on or way off? I'm going to go right on on that. Okay. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he was very frustrated. Mm -hmm. We don't know the details on, you know, whether or not he should have been on the field for that play or if Travis thought maybe a different call should have been made, you know, because he tends to be the one who scores down there or what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because I have a different answer than Chris, it doesn't mean – He's he's wrong because right. he's absolutely right because right. Travis did cross a line, especially when it happened. It's like Coach Reed didn't even see him coming. He blindsided yeah. him, yeah. you know, and so he su- knocked the poor old dude down. Right, he surprised him as much as he uh, as much as everything else, and yeah. so you ju- you just don't do that to your coach, yeah. yeah, and you don't do that to your coach. He's just as ticked off as you are that you right. know, the, yeah. that the fumble <laughs> happened. Well, apparently, you know? what he yelled was "Keep me in, keep me in." Like I, yeah. I need to be on the field. But, That's you what know. he was wanting. But, we but, can't complete everything he but, said. But, but you know, everyone in the NFL knows that the camera is a hundred percent. There's right. always a camera dedicated to the coach a hundred percent of the time. Right. Yeah. So he has to he, know. He knew what he was doing. He, he's yeah. al- it's almost like he was grandstanding. Here's the you know? part I didn't like about. I mean, I thought. This this thought came to me almost immediately. Okay, which is if we continue down this road in football, uh-huh. we're going to be where basketball went a decade or two decades ago. Yeah, yeah. you know, basketball. LeBron started picking his team, right. and it's like, hey, you know, I'll get some of my favorite players. We'll build a super team and. And we'll pick our city and go there, and then we'll hire the head coach. Yeah, and, and they were starting to like spit on fans, and we'll and fire just, the head coach. Yeah, it was yeah. it just it was not right. I can't stand basketball anymore. I, I've watched ten minutes of NBA yeah. in ten years. Yeah, I don't yeah. watch the I don't watch See, the NBA. You don't anymore. want that to happen. In no, football. and we don't want that to happen to football. And yeah. it's that kind of action. You know, Travis crossed that line just a little bit. Yeah, last yeah. night All doing right. that, but okay. We're not there yet. Yeah. And we and we and we shouldn't and we don't need to get there. So hopefully Kelsey hears that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. can I make one more point before you tell us whether sure. we're correct or not? Sure. Um because he went right on, I went way off. Yeah. So one of us is wait correct. a minute. No. Mike went right on. I went right on. Does it sound like you went well, right on? Well, I think it's 90, 90%. Okay. He was, okay. He's okay. right off. He's and acknowledging I'm way on, that the yeah. line was yeah. crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go. Nick Saban. Nick mm. Saban, really, when Deion Sanders became a head coach, there was a bunch of different conversations between Deion and Nick Saban. Deion talking, you know, his his stuff. Nick Saban talking his stuff. Okay. The moral of the story is you can't coach players today like you did 10 years ago. Right. You have to treat them different because mm-hmm. they are a different mindset. Okay. In that world, I always think of sharing the gospel. In a world. <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously. In okay. in, in a okay. world where you have to baby people and you have to make it, you know, it's all about your goals. Yeah. You help the team with their goals so that you can get yours. That's yeah. how that that's how that that's in a nutshell how they're coaching kids now. Mm-hmm. And that goes hand in glove with the he gets us and everything else. The <laughs> right, Jesus right. that you need to know is based on what you want your Jesus to be, mm-hmm. not the Jesus of the Bible who sacrificed and basically substituted his life for yours yeah. and, 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 and rescued you out of certain destruction. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. that's, that's just what I'm saying. And in that world... That's a great tie-in. In that world, Travis Kelsey just showed what, you know, he's a Hall of Fame player, so he can, he can do that. He knows right. he's going to be on camera. He knows... I mean, after the touchdown in overtime... The f- I mean, literally, Hardman turned around, raised his arms, and the camera cut to Taylor Swift immediately. Oh. Immediately. Maybe that oh. should have been my right on way off. <laughs> oh, man. You know, well, yeah, there's I two more left. So, so there, there's yeah. a whole lot more going on there yeah. that doesn't meet the eye that, that you know, causes him to, you know, oh, they're losing. So he's going to show how disappointed he is. See, I, I don't. I dis- the- that's what I disagree with. Because okay. the, the reason why I went right on is because I think Travis was being emotional 
and was not thinking any of these things right. through. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't okay. think I don't think this was calculated at all. Right. I just right. think he was ticked off. He wanted to be in there. Mm-hmm. That's where he scores down there. So I, that's I why. So too. That's why I gave the answer I gave. Maybe some of those other things just kind of subconsciously added to the pressure. I don't know, but I would tend to think that too. I don't. I don't think he was thinking. Okay, know. here's the deal. He's got a girlfriend, so it's he should be happy. <laughs> Chill, dude. <laughs> All right. um, as long as he shows up for Valentine's Day. The right. reality uh, is. Exactly. All right. What's that the reality? That statement yeah. that he's just a competitive football player wanting to win is way. Off. Why do I say that it's way off? I say that it's way off because he really did something that we've really not seen in the NFL before. We've seen um, players who are equally as competitive, equally as talented, equally as equal, equal could be not shove somebody, let alone a 65 year old man and and swear and yell and scream and so I, it was sad for me to see that. It was really sad for me to see that. I, I, it's I culturally sad. It's culturally sad. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Chris, you've talked about that Overton window yeah. where we just keep squeaking it a little bit further, a little bit further. And pretty soon we realize, holy cow, we're we're a long way from what we used to be. And yep. I feel like this is one of those lines that got crossed. This yeah. is one of those shifts that's been made. He did something that could you imagine somebody doing that to Vince Lombardi? Or Bud Grant. Or Bud Grant or Tom Landry. I Well, I don't know that it's happened to those coaches, but there have been coaches even in the in that era mm-hmm. where you've had players get in their face. I've um, seen, yeah. Woody Hayes clocked a guy in the late 60s. Late Woody, Woody Hayes punched a cameraman in the stomach. On yeah, the and he also, okay. he also clocked another player. <laughs> yeah. that, that ended his career in like 1970. Yeah. There you go. It ended his career. Why yeah. did it end his career? Because that player is on the same team. Yeah. You guys Woody, are f- Woody Hayes was like a 65-year-old coach, and he was going around clocking people. <laughs> who, was, who was the defensive coordinator that, that took a swing at the offensive coordinator for the Oilers? Oh, yeah, that Remember was that? Kevin Gilbride. Yeah. Kevin, okay, that, again, was, yeah. that was back in the 80s. Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride. Yeah, yeah. And Buddy <laughs> so, Ryan went on to be a head coach for I the know, Eagles. Okay, so there's definitely, <laughs> yeah. you know, instances where that competition got so heated that people did stuff that they, you yes. know, really shouldn't have done, whatever. Yeah. But like you said, Chris, careers were ended over it, or it was coach to coach, or it was it was not a player doing this to the person in authority yeah. over them. They and have, that's a huge thing. They have, me. but they've been fined and I've benched. I've seen, and, <laughs> yeah, fined, <laughs> yeah, benched, right. those types of things. Yep. And I've seen that contest get up in your face and I'm not happy with what you did. I'm raging. But they didn't do what Kelsey did. And I, I just, I uh, was I'll, really disappointed. And I hope, Chris, like what you say, I hope, I, you know, point. Reed's a big boy. He can handle himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would assume and I would hope Reed did indeed handle it in the locker room. Because I, the reason I say that he did is just the behavior say, in the second half. Yeah, the behavior in the second half. Totally they, different. Neither one will say what was said. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it was, it's shouldn't not, have look, happened. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a statement here. Yeah. It's, if it's not the Super Bowl, and Taylor Swift and him it aren't this, you know, yeah. power couple. He doesn't do that. Period. Right. Period. Right. Yeah. And why? Why? They've had other games where he's been losing and stuff, and he's never done that. Right. I don't he think threw his helmet point. on Christmas Day, yeah. but he never approached Reed. I don't right. think Taylor right. Swift has anything to do with it. I uh, don't. I think there's just dynamics there that, you know, are yeah. crazy. There's right a now. superstardom dynamic. Yes. Superstardom that, that, that now his, affects people. You know, because he's the Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall of Famer, tight, tight end, waiting as soon as he retires, five sure, years, boom, he's going in. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He he His endorsement deals went way up when he started dating Taylor Swift. Mm. Did mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Yeah, oh. of oh, course. Yeah. Yeah. He was already a Mahato. He was always Mahomes There is money to be made here, and that is the honest uh, truth. There is money to be made Somehow he became the spokesperson for Pfizer and started dating Taylor Swift at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying there's a connection. Yeah. Lots conspiracy. of coincidences this, this going show is on here. Christian Radio <laughs> with a Christian I just want to say one thing. All I know is you got the point and I did not, so I know I'm outnumbered I just want to say one thing, though. I don't dislike the guy. Like, I think that there's a fair number of people who could not handle the pressure that these guys are under. But that is a man who is not disciplined 
And to me, athletics and football, and when you make it to that level, isn't it all about discipline? Discipline, yeah, discipline, discipline. He's that's not a person, but that's not a person that's disciplined. That's a person that is out of control of his emotions and his actions. I think he had I, a one and moment. So one I, bad I, moment. I don't, I, like I don't him. dislike yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I just said moment. that. I like him and his brother. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. Good. I mean, you know, again, I, so don't, you I don't want love them. Do I just like them. Yeah. Don't you want them to do yes. better? Yes. Like, don't yes. do that. Yeah. We're, I yes. think I really do believe that just what we saw was turning a, turning a corner that we haven't turned before. So let's not go down that road. I all agree. right. Here we go. Let's move on to the next one. So yeah. because I am so gracious, kind and loving, uh, the next ones are pretty lighthearted and pretty easy. <laughs> pretty fun. <laughs> that so, was pretty fun. I all thought. right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, let's see. Question <laughs> number two. We're going to you, Mike. Common sense is like deodorant. Those who need it most rarely use it. Is that right on there? Is that right? I don't right know why on? that's right on, but it is. What is it about that? I don't know. I don't but know. It, yeah. I mean, like. There's a thing, you know, the absent minded professor kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like some of the smartest people on the planet, but they can't balance their checkbook kind right. of thing. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. and, mm -hmm. and for some reason, and we all have blind spots. So, right. you know, maybe I'm one of these people. It's like, you don't have common sense, but you also have a big blind spot to, you don't think, you think you do. Yeah. yeah. And so you think you're right. And um, that's why it's a blind spot. And it's a blind spot. <laughs> everyone else is going like, dude, get some comments. Here's a quarter. Buy a clue. Yeah. So I'm going to go right on. on right that. on. Okay, Chris, what do you think? Common sense is like deodorant. Those who need it most rarely use it. That's right on. All right. Yeah, that's right on. I, you know, we we have a, a, a world around us where everybody has different giftings and different personalities. True. No, I mean. Just think of our creator, God, mm -hmm. with my fingerprints mm -hmm. will identify me anywhere in the world as me. Yeah. And, yeah. This, and there's no other human that has my fingerprints. Isn't yeah. that amazing? And your eyeballs, yeah. too. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and facial recognition. We, we are so And the unique. ads that you're getting are just <laughs> what, for you. What is that lettered thing? Is that Myers-Briggs where you get the EFTJ yeah. or uh -huh. whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just think of all the different letters that everybody has. Yeah. So when you're dishing out common sense... There can be very much common sense in, say, scientific principles. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, Poindexter, right. he's, he's in there and he know he has the common sense of that. I can't right. process right. the common sense of science. Right. But yet he asked me to help him talk to girls. So ENFP. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Off the letters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the letters. Don't care. I am not well versed um, in that. So common <laughs> sense in my world is is just go up and say hi. Just go up and be nice. Yeah. You know, and find yeah. out if 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 there's anything that that interests her. You know. Yeah. You don't. It, 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 and yet they look at me. It's common sense. Yes. If you mix this element with this element, you get this yeah. other thing. Like what's wrong the, with you? Oh, <laughs> Why can right. you not wrap your brain around the, that? The beakers <laughs> and the Bunsen burners scare me. You know, they're like, just have basic science, common sense. And I don't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so everybody's yeah. different. But yeah. yeah. So is that right and on or way off? It's right on, but it is topic by topic by topic. Does that make sense? So it's way off. Well, everybody has that. Yeah. Everybody needs common sense. They can't use it in certain areas. So, not so it's everybody. like a human condition. That's it's not like good. we all have common sense and these people who don't, they need it the most. It's like everybody's got So then got you're saying things. it's way off. No, I'm saying it's right on. <laughs> if you don't have common sense in an area, you need it the most. <laughs> True. It's kind of like a loan, you know, yeah. those people that don't have money, they're the ones that need the loan the most. So they can't get it. So what Chris is saying is we need each other. Yes. We'd give you a loan if you had more money. That's a good point. If you do the order and deodorant idea, it's uh -huh. that the person doesn't realize they smell. Okay. Yeah. And there's many people, we don't realize how bad we have common sense in this particular area. Yeah. And yeah. so we, you we don't need know what it. you don't know. But you know, then there becomes what's called self-aware. You become self-aware that you need help in these areas, and then you don't try to apply yourself. I, I never go into a college saying, I'm the professor of science. Everybody come and listen. Right. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Here's Chris. I, totally I am science. I had, there was a person that I went to school with. Oh, I'm get sorry. This. That's taken. That <laughs> there was a girl that I went to school with, sweet, sweet girl, um, very intelligent, and she played the flute. And she could play the flute. She could read music. She could do that. She couldn't dance. She uh, couldn't hold rhythm but if she had that piece got, of paper in front of her with everything 
with everybody with her, she she was very good at it. I got twenty dollars. Kind of says interesting. She's, I got twenty dollars. Says she's a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> the flautist. The flautist. The flautist. Why do you inject dance? stuff? Of course, that's that a white girl. <laughs> nothing to do with anything. And I also Anywho. know your high school. You didn't have any black. Yeah. Uh, all right, black students. So uh, you know, when it comes, they were to all this, at my high school. Uh, when it comes to this common sense thing, I don't even know what to think anymore. I'm so confused. So you both get a point. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, even know. I don't know anymore after listening to you guys whether that's right on or way off. Oh, that's so good. you both get a point. I, okay. What did you say? Did you both say it was? We both said right on. Right on. In our own way. All right. With good explanations. From I both thought sides. so too. It yeah. got me thinking. All right, very last one. Yeah. The Lord prefers common looking people. That's why he made so many of them. Chris, <laughs> we're gonna start with you. <laughs> Mike Slaving. The Lord I'm prefers gonna go way off. Common looking people. That's why he made so many of them. I'm gonna go way off okay. and I'm gonna get a little smug over here. All right. I'm gonna get up on my soapbox. It's not a good look on you. <laughs> Is there anything that's a good I'm look joking. on me anymore? Go ahead, yeah. By the way, sidebar. Yeah. I woke up this morning and as I'm making coffee, she comes out and says, and I quote, You look incredibly tired and in more leather facey, facey than normal. <laughs> leather facey. That's a yes, compliment. That's facey. me now. That yeah. sounds like a compliment. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know when you lay no, on your pillow <laughs> and then you get up and it kind of yeah. it, it's I, just yeah. stuck. Just like that. <laughs> she said less than usual. That's yeah. a compliment, dude. Oh uh, no, she Come was on. she was telling me I looked rough, is yeah. what she was saying. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Anywho, let me get up in my smugness on my all soapbox right. and right. say that all of God's children are beautiful in his sight. Oh. And he can see them in their redeemed form because of the work mm-hmm. of his son on the cross. Yeah. But he loves us. He 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 wants the best for us. He he wants to rescue us and redeem us. He cannot be associated with sin in any way. He can't be there with us. We can't be in his presence if we're sinful. So that's why he has the savior. All right. So it's not using... all people are beautiful. Is not using not, <laughs> what did you say? They're you know they're homely because of homeliness. No, it has uh, nothing to do with homely. Man. Oh, what did you say? The Lord prefers common looking common people. Looking. That's why he no. made so many. And then Chris <laughs> broke into song. Everybody's beautiful. Yeah. In the words In of Third Rock way. from the Sun, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Mike, what do you think? Okay, so did you say that was right on or way off? I don't even know. <laughs> he said way off. I said okay, way, way off. off. Mike, way what do you way think? Off. Nobody's common. Everybody's special. All Everybody's right. loved by the Lord. All and right. they're yeah. beautiful in his sight. Yeah. Mike, the Lord prefers common-looking people. That's why he made so many of way them. Off. Way off. Way off. Why? So way off. Okay. He's no respecter of person. True. Uh-huh. He loves the beautiful people and the not-so-beautiful people the same. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I think you're yeah. both. Uh, well, you know, man judges the outer appearance. Yeah. God judges the heart. Yeah, okay, well, that'll beauty, preach. Beauty, <laughs> beauty changes. Beauty changes. There was Proverbs thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. Proverbs thirty one. And I'm yeah. not just talking about how your beauty fades as you get older. Right. That, that's obviously true. That's true too. But in the I don't know, Unless Victorian age or even facing. before that, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy women were considered beautiful. Ruben yeah. S. Yes. When was that? Was when Ru- Ruben food S. was scarce? <laughs> Ru- Ruben S. is uh, from the painter Ruben who painted these chubby Ru- women, yes. and they were Very beautiful. Yes. So Ruben S. age. Yeah. Lizzo tried seventeen hundred. They weren't like 1600s? obese, though. No, no, but they, they were, were just healthy. pleasantly plump. Yes. Yeah, Lizzo tried to right. sell that to America, and we didn't buy it. Yeah. But that's a whole nother but, story. But I mean, those trends change. They yeah, do change. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. um, I have the beholder. Yeah, right. I have the beholder. I, I yeah. think that that mm-hmm. there's something that happens in a, in a marriage when you just are, you know, just welded together as one. Right. Where you will find more beauty in in your wife than maybe what the world would. And she might find more, you know, respect and love for the man than what the world would. Mm-hmm, it yeah. just, it, it, it's like, I'm sorry, but my my kids, my four kids, are like four of the most beautiful, best looking kids that God ever created. Why are you sorry about that? No, I mean, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm that I, I, I'm kidding. 
I'm sorry for everybody else's kids. That's <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Well, my no, kids are more not. awesome than your my, kids. My so granddaughters are just stunning. You know, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just anyway. That, but but no, that gets true. right back to what you just said. Mm -hmm. Because we're God's creation. He created us. And that's why we are beautiful to him. Yeah. The same is with your children. The same is with your grandchildren. Yeah. The reason you think they're so beautiful is... They're from you. They're you yours. made them. From and yours. You. And your grandchildren are extra special because yeah. they're, you know, they're from yeah. your children. That's true. Your children can bring home a, a drawing that is garbage and you will hang it on the refrigerator and it's beautiful to you. And that mm -hmm. gets back to what you were saying about God. We are his creation. It, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Right. And so... You know, not everyone thinks you're beautiful. Not everyone thinks I'm beautiful. Uh, but we find each other beautiful. Aww. And that's that's what it's about. So you All better right. get her some chocolates, dude. My, yeah. I know. The guy, St. <laughs> Valentin like Valentinus, rotted in prison yeah, yes. so that you can get some chocolate for your yeah. wife. You no, better you not no, mess no, 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 Some no, paper no. hearts, too, Emily by the doesn't way. like chocolate. That said be mine on that. Yeah, no, <laughs> Emily doesn't like the chocolate thing. And, uh -huh. and she doesn't like jewelry. What okay. she likes is flowers. Well, That's see, her thing. I do like flowers. You yeah. already know. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you know, know, for many years we were kind of broke, so her not wanting yeah. jewelry was like home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, what you guys are talking about, you know, um, even like during the Rubenesque era, yes. right, where that was the that was prefer, the trend. Preferred. Yes. But even in that culture, there were some guys who liked really skinny mm -hmm. or something else yeah. or mm -hmm. prefer blondes or prefer brunettes or prefer redheads. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like everybody has these different, you know, like some guys like big noses or, you know, That's whatever, true, yeah. whatever it is, you know, we all have our own little quirks that we mm -hmm. like and yeah. God, there's somebody for everybody. Exactly. Remember yeah. in the seventies, sixties, late sixties, early seventies, Twiggy comes out Twiggy, and all of a sudden yeah, being right. stick skinny yeah. was the thing and everybody wanted to be like Twiggy. I wasn't you know, in, in. That's I not in anymore. Uh, I but then in some the Twiggy sphere. I didn't but some really people know didn't that. like that and some people really exactly. like that. Everybody's different and, and you know, God just seems to have, you know, seems to have these pairs mm -hmm. that yeah. work together. Yep. And he then, knows what he's doing. And then once like. you're paired up, you still have to work at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's you know, true. Because I'm a Beauty marriage does expert. Fade. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm a marriage expert. <laughs> Except for I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right. So here's yep. the thing though. That statement yep. you, you both said was way off. It's actually right on. What? Uh, and the what? reason you think it's the reason it is right on. I got to ask you, do you know who said that? Chris, who do you think said that? S said, said what? Say it again. The Lord I... prefers common looking people. That is why he made so many of them. Do you know who said that? Uh, I don't know. R.C. Sproul. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I go with. I don't know. Charles Spurgeon. Uh, Mike, what do you think? I don't know any any fashion reporters. <laughs> Some fashion reporter. <laughs> the Lord prefers common looking people. That's uh, why he made so many Ralph of them. Ralph Lauren. Oh, that's a good guess. Is it? That's a really good guess. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, no, it was Abraham Lincoln. Oh. And it was Abraham Lincoln because, of course, when he was running for president and so on, the way he looked was kind of a discussion that took place. People thought he was not attractive. Yes. And but he had a wife. Really even want, yeah, he had a wife that loved him, right? right? Yeah. Um, and then a little girl one time was talking to Abraham Lincoln, and she said, Mr. Lincoln, I think you should grow a beard. And he did. And he won the election. Ooh. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cute. And I it's funny. It's just funny. Do you have I no mean, chin? Obviously. It's <laughs> a good way to cover up I no chin. I think he had just like a really long face. He was a very like, He's you know, tall, unique Mikey. looking person. Everybody knows him when you see him. You're not gonna you're not gonna, He's you know, a wrestler. mistake him for somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was talk about it. And I like that response because the joke of it being common looking people, most people are very common. And so So just I mean, because Abraham Lincoln said it doesn't mean it's true. I know, but it's You know what else he said? I, that was like his that was his response to what people look like and yada yada yada. I saw a so. quote on Facebook that said don't believe everything you read from a famous person, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So. Exactly. All right. Okay. So that is our game. I didn't even keep track. I think you guys got two out of three. We're Drew Carey. The points don't matter. Yeah. yeah. Drew Carey. The that's points right. don't matter. So uh, that's the end of my shtick and my thoughts for the day. But before we go, I do want to get your final thoughts, Mike. Uh -huh. 
What's so, going on in Mike's world? My final thoughts. This is my running gag, um, and I brought. I'm bringing it back. Okay. Uh, go and do likewise. Hmm. Go and do likewise. <laughs> That's your that's final thought. Always. That's always yeah. my final thought. Go, go and, do, and likewise, do likewise, as in, uh, quote, yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. Go and do likewise. Uh, and see, not a lot going on. I mean, we've got a, we've had a lot going on. Yeah. And it's been really fun. I mean, the conference we had was just wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was neat. And, um, you know, we're plugging along here. I'm still doing my other job. I'm yep. driving kids. It's yeah. re- That's really fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've got my hand in other things. You're a busy person. Some politics locally. Mm-hmm. We have our county convention coming up Saturday, which I get oh. to I get to chair the meeting. So that's going to be Do they exciting. give you a gavel? You know, I'm going to get a gavel. I need to get a you gavel. You need yeah. a gavel. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think I should talk to Jeremiah. Get one. I bet he could carve me one. Out. Yeah. He could. yeah. By the way, for those of you who don't know who Jeremiah is, if you're outside he's of been on the show. Of Iowa, yep. he's been on the show a little yeah. bit, but he's also a magician when it comes to wood, right. woodworking. Yeah. Just a magician. Not a literal, literal have to, magician. Not he's a very magician. Good he, at what yeah, he, he's I'll very have, good at what he does. I'll he's, have to trade him some spaghetti sauce. Hey, there yeah. you go. You know, Spaghetti for wood. I like that. I think that. that'll be good. It's the barter system. You know, we have that at the beakers. <laughs> barter system. Yeah, like totally Sausage-infused sauce for a gavel. Yeah, yeah that works. That totally works. I just think I'll do that for our new chairwoman. She. That's what I think that's what I'll do. Get that for our new chairwoman. That's awesome. Get a gavel. All right. Put it in a little pouch so she can take it everywhere she goes. So have a little travel gavel. Travel gavel. Travel yeah. gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Order. <laughs> Everywhere she goes. All right, Chris. Can I get a final second? Thoughts. Is there a second? Is there a motion on the floor? Can I get a second? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What? Yeah. Final, uh, thoughts? final thoughts, dude. Um, I have been uh, blessed above my skill set with the way God is using some of my messages to impact his kingdom. All I do is just try to be as honest as I can with the scriptures, as honest as I can putting these together. And what's happened is, is that uh, Salvage by God, the YouTube channel, is just starting. And it's my Sunday messages out there. And then, of course, the podcast, the same thing, Salvage by God, wherever you get podcast content. Now, if you're on iTunes... You're still going to see the Bible Idiots logo. We can't get that to change. You still haven't figured that? Okay. No, I figured it out, but I didn't want to change it without you because I didn't know if it would work. Okay. Um, but I know where the hang-up is. I figured that part out. Anywho, <laughs> cool. wherever you get podcast content, search Salvage by God. If we can get the YouTube going, then we'll probably add Rumble. But this past Sunday, the Salt and Light message, it's, our, it's, it's impacted a lot of people already. I'm getting text messages from... Handful of places around the country. There's there's people in our church that are saying, "Hey, how can I?" You can know, I say something about I that real that? quick? Yeah, yeah, you were there because well, because you were you know I was off camera when you were going through your Salvage by God deep dive, and the He Gets Us campaign. Yeah, which they lost me early on. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. about the immigrant. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus came from. He Israel. was a refugee. He was um, a refugee from Egypt, so He Gets no, Us. I was like, okay, you lost me already. Right. <laughs> so they've lost me back in the day. Back but, in the day. But your your message, Salt and Light. And then when I saw that that Super Bowl commercial, I was like, Chris just preached on this today. <laughs> he just preached this today. Yeah. It's he like, didn't even know what they were playing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Mike, <laughs> it was perfect. So, yeah. um, you know, if you want that kind of discernment for these times, that is the message. And yeah. So, yeah, well, thanks, that's what man. I was thinking. It what, was great. And what I want is what I want is I want you to go and I want you to share it. I want you to subscribe. Let's help get this thing off the ground. Um, it just needs to go out there. And because yeah. the truth of some of these messages is so strong, it's hard for me to say that without sounding arrogant. I'm not. Trust me, at the, at the bottom of my heart, I, I, I'm amazed that I even get to do this. And so I'm literally throwing caution to the wind. I'm just going to go all in and just browbeat people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then no. afterwards you find out, oh, they weren't brawbeat at <laughs> yeah. all. They were blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go all in, and we are going to shred it for the Lord. We're just going to yeah. we're, we're going to destroy arguments like I like. Uh, second, second don't Corinthians go screaming in people's Dude. faces, bumping them off their feet. No, Download no, no. The podcast. <laughs> no, we'll destroy <laughs> arguments, tear down strongholds. But yeah. the flip side is you build uh, up. Then you build yes. up out of, out of yeah. uh, Peter chapter two, where yep. you know you're living stones and you're building up. Mm-hmm. So part two of that message is coming this weekend, and we're going to get into Judges 6. But the point is, is there's other messages from David and and going back to the even the counterfeit message. There are yeah, people that have gone favorite. like 50 sermons back on my podcast when it used to be Bible Idiots, 
and they're in Oregon and they send me a <laughs> message on Facebook or they find my email and you know, you can always email me at Chris at freshroadmedia.com, C H R A S at freshroadmedia.com. Have you heard from Abraham Lincoln? No. No. <laughs> Should I, I get on my best quotes? <laughs> but 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 the point the point is is that I'm just gonna be faithful yeah. and I need people like you listening. I need people like Emily, like Mike, like all the wonderful leaders at the church, all the people that go to Fresh Encounter Church to pray for this, to to help it. And I just think we need to get the truth out there and let God be God. Yeah. You know, let him, you know, if there's 10 views on YouTube and that's it, hey, let's praise God we got 10. Yeah. You know, that's 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 where my attitude is. But right. I believe God is blessing these messages beyond the skill set of the one doing the Well, isn't it always that way? It is. Yeah. It is. Isn't it's that the that way? way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, absolutely. All right. Is that everything? That's it. That's everything. All right. My challenge to our listeners today. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. Maybe like you haven't in the past because there's a lot more than just, you know, kissy face be mine to celebrate here. Uh, we have so much to celebrate. And it all started with a bishop, a judge and a little girl who was blind and the impact that was made through the Lord Jesus Christ. So have a happy Valentine's Day. We will see you next week right here on Fresh Road Media with no apology with Emily and Chris.